0: Welcome to Bald Business, the naked truth in entrepreneurship. Let's begin. An entrepreneur and business owner with expertise in marketing and business growth, he has 20 years of entrepreneurial experience with a passion for developing and growing businesses. That passion served him well in operating and managing a wholesale distribution company he co owned for nine years. Uh, The company grew an average of 60% uh, year over year before being acquired in 2005. Since then, uh, he's obviously had successes and failures, just like most of us, Uh, but that's been a valuable learning experience. Uh, He started Rialto Marketing in 2013 and has been helping small business owners and entrepreneurs eliminate the confusion of marketing using using an amazingly simple plan so that you can grow. Most people overcomplicate marketing, but it doesn't have to be that way. Tim Fitzpatrick. Tim, thanks for being here today. Hey, thanks
1: for having me, Michael. Excited to be here.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So, I know um, overall, we're talking about the three fundamental marketing secrets to stop wasting money, which I think right now um, in this pandemic is is huge and very important for people. Um, But first, give us a little bit of an idea, um, even for me, give me a little bit more of an idea of. The, the journey and the process of entrepreneurial growth that you've gone through over the past 20 years, um, being involved with, you know, warehouse distribution or wholesale distribution, yeah. and then moving into, uh, now marketing since 2013.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, being, being a business owner and entrepreneur is always an exciting journey, right? It's yeah. never, it's never a straight path, is it? Never. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, I am, um, I got involved in wholesale distribution, right after I got out of college and, uh, you know, I wasn't planning on being in that long term. but when I got into it, I, I just, I loved it. I was hooked. We were selling consumer electronics. So mm-hmm. home theater equipment, TVs, distributed audio. I mean, I was selling toys every day yeah, awesome. and, um, got in at a really good time. Um, you know, flat panel televisions were just coming out. And at that point in time, you know, a 50 inch plasma was $15,000. Yeah. Isn't so, that wild? <laughs> yeah. it crazy. Right. The price compression, uh, over, yeah. over the years has
0: been, and now they weigh crazy. like 12 pounds.
1: <laughs> yes, that's right. So, um, yeah, it was just, I, the way I looked at that experience was it was a real world MBA.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I had gotten my bachelor's degree. I had no plans of going to business school. I just got into this. I loved it. And I learned more doing that in six months than I did in my entire four years in college. So awesome. I, I just immersed myself in it and really learned as I went, you know, I mean, we were growing rapidly. And when you're growing that fast, it is very hard to catch up and stay ahead of things. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, unfortunately some things, you know, you try to be as proactive as possible, but inevitably you're doing a lot of things in a more, reactive right. way. Right. Um, so yeah, that was, I learned so much in that experience and we, we ended up partnering with other distributors across the country, mm-hmm. forming another company that really allowed us to bring on very large vendors okay. that really helped us expand our business even more. And then in 2005, we got acquired, they, they acquired all of the distributors that were involved in that network. And then I worked for them for another three years and after that, I got into real estate. You know, I got into real estate in, uh, it was like early 2010, late, okay, 20, cool. late late 2009. So what most would think is a, just a awful time to get into residential real estate. But I had always been interested in it. Yeah. And so I said, hey, I'm going to, let's shift gears. I'm going to get into this and do this. And I was fortunate enough to find a mentor when I got into that. And he was, he had been in the business really only a year to 18 months Mm -hmm. and he was killing it. Um, he was, he was door knocking people that were in foreclosure and helping people get out of that situation were short selling houses. And, and so I just started following what he was doing and, and I started to have some success, but I realized, man, I am, I was working harder than I had ever worked. Yeah. And making as little G-O-P money as I yeah, Yeah. God, it was I again, it was a huge learning experience, but I did not like being in that business day to day. Got it. You know, and so you know it was I mean it was humbling, right? I went from this this situation where I had, you know, built a distribution company that was going 60% a year, and then I was starting from ground zero in real estate and right. you know, I was learning, but I just didn't like it. I didn't have the passion for it. And you know, so I, I was in real estate for about three years and I reached a point where I was like, man, I, I'm, I just Not don't like going to work every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I, um, decided to shift gears and then that's when I got involved in, in marketing. And, okay. uh, when we first, when I first started the business, we were really only focused on mobile applications and we were selling mobile apps into the education space. I actually, and, after, gosh, it was about two to three years in, I realized, one, I did not want to be in the K-12 education space long-term, mm-hmm. and two, that my income and my business was heavily tied to the policies of Apple and Google, gotcha. which was not a very comforting place to be. So that's when I said, look, I got to shift gears completely here. Mm-hmm. I'm used to, you know, in the distribution business, we were working with contractors. We had helped them grow their business. And as their business grew, ours grew because of it. And it's, you know, I'm going to get more involved in comprehensive marketing services for small businesses and entrepreneurs. Awesome. You know, because one of the things that I find a lot of business owners struggle with is they just, they know they need to market, but they're not sure how to do it. You know, they're, they're battling confusion when it comes to marketing. It's like, man, where do I even start? Right. And they're managing, in some cases, multiple marketing providers, and they don't even know what those marketing providers are supposed to do. Right. And so their marketing becomes very disjointed. It's not as effective as it it could be. And so we just stepped in and said, look, we need to focus on the fundamentals, and then we can help you manage and implement the different tactics that you're going to use to grow your business. So right. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's, and so that's, that's where that's I, that's, that's got me here since 2013 then. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, you mentioned that you just didn't have a passion for real estate. Um, yeah. where do you feel like that your passion for marketing kind of developed or came from?
1: You know, it came one from when I got into it. Mm-hmm. It was new to me, right? I sure. w- owning a wholesale distribution company. I mean, I certainly was involved in. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, I, we had to market to grow, but it wasn't my everyday. You right. know, and frankly, marketing has changed. I mean, I got oh, into the distribution business in ninety six. At this point, <laughs> right? Yeah, we we had a website, which was a a promotional, you know, online flyer. Mm-hmm. And we did a t- ton of training to to help our dealers and help them grow. And our business grew because of that. And so marketing, you know, I'm never going to say marketing is easy, right. um, but it was definitely a lot more simple at that point. Now, there's in the digital space, there's so part. many different channels. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people get confused because, you know, there's no shortage of marketing people out there and everybody is seeing something new each week saying, hey, you know, you need to be on TikTok or or whatever it may be. Right, right. And that is really distracting and confusing for people.
0: Yeah, it it doesn't allow them to stay focused. That makes sense. So really the overall thought today, three fundamental marketing secrets to stop wasting money. Uh, I know one of the big points that you want to discuss was how to generate higher quality leads um, so that you can increase conversions. Because I think a lot of times what happens is, you know, you have, like you said, multiple tons of marketing companies and, yep. and they're promising you leads and leads and leads and leads. But then like two out of a hundred actually respond to anything that you've you know, picked up the phone or called or texted or right. And obviously you've got to do your own due diligence, right? In the in the sales follow-up. I know a lot of people who try to pin it on the marketing company and they never actually picked up the phone once. Right. <laughs> but let's start, let's start with that first thought. Like, how do how do we work on getting higher quality leads so that again we're getting more conversions and more people showing up to our business? Yep,
1: absolutely. So, you know, like you said, Michael, you know, we're gonna talk about the fundamentals. And to me, the fundamentals, whether you're marketing or standing up the, the plate to try and hit a baseball, the fundamentals never change. It, but if yeah. you don't have the fundamentals in place, you're trying to build a house without a foundation, you know, which is never going to work long term. So, mm-hmm. you know, what, what we're talking about here, the first thing we're talking about, how do you generate higher quality leads to increase your conversions? The first fundamental is you got to know who your target market is. You know, right. who are your ideal clients? Mm-hmm. A lot of us get into business. And when we first start, we're like, okay, great. You got a heartbeat. You, you have money, you breathe. Okay, cool. Let's do business. Right. That's not the best way to do business long-term. I totally realize most of us start that way because, Hey, we got to make money. Right. But over time we start to realize, I mean, there are people that you do much better work for than others. Mm-hmm there are people that are much more profitable customers than others. And there are people that you just love working with. Right. Of course. Why would you not want to do more business with those people? Right. Right. And so by focusing on your target market, by knowing who your ideal clients are, which by the way, most businesses have one to three ideal client types. Okay. That doesn't mean that those are the only people you're going to do business with. It just means that's where you're going to focus your marketing efforts because you're going to reach everyone. Okay. You just can't do it. it. Okay. So you want to know who those one to three ideal client types are, Mm -hmm. and then you can start, once you know who those people are, then you can start to identify where they're at. Right. Where are they online? Where are they offline? You know, what What are their interests? What, how old are they? Where do they live? You know, what are those demographics? But also, what are the psychographics? How are they feeling? You know, what problems are they struggling with? What do they want to accomplish long-term? Understanding that is going to help you position your business to help them And really to make your business the obvious choice to help them get from where they currently are to where they want to be. The thing is, when you know who you're trying to reach, you you do better work for those people, right? They're more profitable. You're going to make more money. But you can convert your leads more because you're attracting the people that you do the best work for. Right. 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 So when you know who you're trying to reach, you are naturally going to convert more of the leads that come into your business. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of us in the beginning, we're spinning our wheels, trying to convert leads that really aren't a
0: good fit for our business. Right. And we just waste time. So along those lines, because I think that this is actually, a, I agree with you hundred percent, but I think a lot of people would would argue the fact, so I'm just starting out, right? Let's just say, absolutely. I'm, let's just say I'm just starting out and I need revenue. I need people yep. to sign up with me. And this, this could actually go back to the very first um, personal training company that I owned. Yep. You know, it, my mindset was what you said, which was, Hey, if, if they breathe and they need to work out, they can come see me. Yep. Obviously over the 10 to 12 years I've now been in entrepreneurship, I understand that that's not exactly how that works, but from, from your standpoint, from a professional standpoint, I'm just starting out. Right. And I don't even know who that person is yet. How do I go about starting to figure out who my ideal client is in your opinion? Yeah,
1: that's a great question. It's much easier for people that have been in business for a while to go back and look at right. past <laughs> customers that they've worked with. Right. When you're just starting out, the only thing you can really do is you're going to be making some educated guesses. Mm -hmm. Right. And making course corrections, as we said in the beginning, this is not a straight line, right? There's some zigzags there. When I first got in and started Rialto, I was focused in the K-12 space. I'm not in that space anymore. Right. right? So just because this is what you're starting with doesn't mean that that's what you're going to end with. But you do need to start somewhere. So when you don't have past customers to play off of, Mm -hmm. I think there's a few things you can do. One, you're going to take, you got to take an educated guess of, I think these are the one, two, three types of people that are going to be good for me to help. You can reach out to people in those spaces, right? And have some initial conversations. Um, I think it's a lot harder to get those people on the phone than it is existing customers. So you're going to have to do a little bit more outreach to get enough people on the phone, but just have those initial conversations, you know, Hey, I appreciate you jumping on the phone with me. I'm going to make this quick, but here's what I'm thinking about doing. I just want to get your feedback. You know, what are you struggling with this? You know, is this something that you would find valuable when you look to work with people like me? What are you looking for? Mm -hmm. You know, what helps you make that decision? Why do you choose one provider over another? Right you know, and, and, you know, what things are you really looking to accomplish that I might be able to help you with, right? You're just in that information gathering stage. The other thing is online, there is so much information. You can jump into online forums. You can jump into Facebook groups where you think your potential ideal clients are. Just look at what people are saying, what questions are they asking? You know, what problems are they talking about that they need help solving? There's all kinds of information on social, in Google searches, so that you can at least gather some basic information to make some good educated, you know, some, some educated guesses about the types of people you're trying to reach. Okay. And then start there, right? So just because you say, hey, I, I think that I want to work with, you know, I don't know, whatever it may be. Um, you know, people in the, well, let's say you're focusing on CrossFit or whatever, right? It's, there's specific types of people that seem to, you know, meld into CrossFit. You know, I'm going to, I want to help, you know, men 30 to 40 who have started to lose their mojo a little bit, get back into shape, feel better about themselves in this specific area. Okay, great. Now you at least know who you're trying to reach. Now you may find that as you start to work with those people in that demographic that uh, you you don't enjoy working with. them Kind of starts to shift a little bit. Yeah. And then, and then, so you're just going to shift a little bit, but you have to start somewhere, right? Because again, if I'm trying to reach everyone versus men 30 to 40 in a specific geographic area who are looking for these specific things, it's so much easier to find the people in the more specific. Right. Of course. Makes sense.
0: So almost, almost really we're, we're, we're just, As a beginner, we're almost more concerned or should be more concerned and focused with just really information gathering, Um, doing what we can do, working with who we can work with. But we're really more trying to just gather information and learn and understand those people more.
1: Yep, exactly. Because we as business owners, we really want to be in the position where we know what our customers
0: need and want better than they know themselves. Right. Of course. Yeah which is something a lot of beginners don't understand or don't even know either, but that's a, that's a good point. Um, you, you want to be able to provide for them before they even know they need provided for,
1: right? Yeah. 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 You already know about the problems that they're, they're going to have
0: or that they're already experiencing. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's great. That's a really good, that's really good feedback. Okay. So, um, so we talked about generating higher quality leads. So, what about increasing profits, right? So how how would I go about increasing profits and customers while saving money? Um, And obviously sometimes we need to save time, but even if we can't save time and I really need to save money right now, um, what's a framework that we can use to do that?
1: So that gets into the second fundamental, which is messaging. You've got to, and when I talk about messaging, I'm using it pretty loosely. Your marketing messaging is really what, what you're saying, how you, and how you communicate with prospects and customers. Okay. And I think that one of the big mistakes that businesses make when it comes to messaging is they focus on themselves. Mm. How great I am, you know, I've accomplished this, this, and that. You need to work with us because of this. The problem is our customers don't care. Our customers don't care about us. You know, it's sad to say, and, uh, but it's true. The only thing they care about is what we can do for them how can we help them get from or solve the problem that they currently have mm-hmm. get them across the bridge to where they want to be you know and so we when we look at messaging we follow a storytelling framework okay um i wish I could tell you that i i come up came up with that i did not we follow a storytelling framework from a company called storybrand
0: okay. um by donald miller and yep. I actually know the book well
1: yeah yeah it's Hey, when I came across it, when it was introduced to me, I, just, I read it and I was like, "Oh, this is! I've been waiting for this. This makes perfect sense. It is so easy for most people to understand because we're so used to stories. Right? Yep. You know, you watch an action movie and there's a character, you know, the main hero. Hero, he's got a problem." he meets this guide who gives him a plan that calls him to action so that he can avoid failure and reach success. And that's the framework allows you to put position your customer as the hero because our customers are not looking for another hero. When we talk about ourselves, we're positioning ourselves as the hero. With this framework, you position the customer as a hero and your business as the guide. Because if you think about it, most main characters are very weak characters. The guides are, are strong, they have credibility, they're trusted, because guess what? The guide has already solved the problem that the main character Got is it. having, Yeah, yeah. right? The guide knows exactly what the main character needs to do to reach success. And so we wanna position your business as the guide, your customer as the hero. Mm. But the other thing too is it gives you, when you have that framework, that messaging framework in place, anytime time you're going to create messaging, of any kind for your marketing, you go right back to that playbook and pull your information from there, which helps make sure, one, that you're going to speak clearly, right? Because right? we have short attention spans. If we confuse people, they're gone. Right. Somebody right. lands on the top part of your website and they read it and they have no idea what you do. You're making them think they're moving on to your competitors to find somebody else.
0: Right. right. So.
1: We've got to be clear and we've got to be consistent. And so if we're saying a different marketing message, every time somebody comes in contact with us, it's never going to register. Yeah. And this allows you to come back to this framework and be clear and consistent with your messaging. And that is what's going to help you. You're going to do more business when you communicate clearly, that's, what's going to increase your profits. You're going to save time and money because every time you need to create messaging, you just go back to the playbook. You're not reinventing the wheel each time.
0: Right. right. It's like,
1: okay, what pieces and elements am I going to pull from my messaging playbook in this particular situation? Yep. So it just gives you a framework to follow, and it makes your messaging so much easier. And without good messaging, you're never gonna you're gonna struggle.
0: Yeah. Well, I think I think what you said the very first one of the very first things that you said was. Customers don't care about what we've achieved necessarily. And I think of that as 100% true in a lot of industries because, well, fitness, for example, right? Um, You know, some people get a four year degree, some people get certifications, some people get, you know, um, just like a a trade school, which is kind of what I did. But clients never ask. Right. No, no, they don't ask like, well, you know, what what do you have? What's your degree in or what certification do you hold or what school did you go to for training? Like no one literally no one asks, uh, which is good and bad. I think that the bad is people take advantage of that. Right. And um, then they don't really serve the client to the level and they create a bad stigma for the industry in general. And that goes for any industry. But I think, like you said, is we can't be focused on what we're doing or what we're doing. what we've already accomplished—it's like you said—it's got to be all about how we help them. That's that's awesome. That's great.
1: Yeah, and there's you know there's you're always going to talk a little bit about yourself, right? People use testimonials, they right, use certifications, course. you know, um, accreditations that they have. Those types of things. All you need is a little bit of that, right? Like you said, right. most people don't care, right? Right. So when you if you've got two or three testimonials on the homepage of your website and some certifications that type of thing. That's all people need, right? right? They see it and they're going, okay, cool. Michael's legit. He knows what's going on. Then they're looking at, man, he's, he knows exactly how I'm feeling right now. Right. And what I need to do to get to accomplish what I want to accomplish. Yep. So, you know, with the framework, you need to, you need to talk about yourself a little bit to position yourself as the guide, okay. but not too much. Got it. Right. I mean, because I don't know, Maybe it's just me, but I get super turned off when I, and we see this in marketing all the time. There are so many marketing people who are like, Hey, come, come walk through my house. This is, this is what I, you know, this is what I've been able to accomplish because I've been killing it, doing this, this, and that. And I see that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, Oh my God, are you serious? A lot of the
0: times it's a rented house. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah. 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 I don't even know if it's true, you know, but just like, dude, what a blowhard, Uh, you know, it's just I don't, it doesn't endear me to those people. Right, and right. I think that there are a certain number of people that do kind of gravitate to that. But I think most people don't. Right, they yeah. want to know that they you're know an expert. You're,
0: how you can help them and what, yeah. you, what you, you said. You said it already. Yeah. So yeah, it makes
1: sense. So, yeah. it's. But the minute I came across this framework, it, it just made perfect sense to me. And so we just latched onto it. And it, it works. You know, awesome. people we're not the only marketing company that's using it. It's people are using it
0: over and over again and it just, it works. So we use it. So you're using storytelling to increase the profits, obviously to save money, save time. Um, but moving kind of into the, the the third major question about the three fundamental marketing secrets to stop wasting money. How do you know exactly where to focus your marketing today? So like if I'm trying to get the best return on my investment, um, you know, I mean, you've got, Facebook, you've got LinkedIn, you've got Instagram, you've got uh, local print, you've got TV, you've got radio. Yeah. Like where do I, where do I, um, where do I invest my money? Where do I put yeah. it? Huh?
1: So the third part of the fundamentals, which we call the marketing strategy trilogy, you got your target market, you got your messaging, then you have to have a plan. Okay. Most businesses do not have a marketing plan. They're, or if they do, it's very loose, and they're just they're just throwing different stuff up against a wall, hoping that it's going to stick. Okay. And inevitably, it doesn't stick, mm-hmm. right? And most of the time, you can look at the problems that they're having, and they're traced back to these fundamentals in some way, shape, or form. Either they don't understand their target market well enough, they've got poor messaging, or they don't have a plan that they can follow. Right. Now, when we look at a plan... You know, like I mentioned earlier, it's so easy to get distracted and confused when it comes to marketing because there's all these people saying you need to do this or you need to do that. When you have a plan in place, it is so much easier to stay focused and not get distracted because you can look at your plan and go, well, I got somebody telling me I need to be on TikTok this week. Uh, nope, it's not on my marketing plan. I'm, I can push that aside. Maybe I want to just make a mental note. And maybe that's going to make sense for me later, but right now, nope. If it's not on my plan, it doesn't exist. Right. It's kind of like if it's not on your calendar, right. It's not happening. Right. right? Absolutely. So you gotta, your plan helps you stay focused. It also helps you measure what you're doing mm-hmm. to figure out what's working and what's not because even people like me that are in marketing day in day out we're not perfect. you know. Right. The market is constantly evolving. Your business is constantly evolving. We're making recommendations on things that have worked in the past, mm-hmm. frameworks that we know work, mm-hmm. but there's always little tweaks you need to make and it's those right. little tweaks that make these incremental improvements that make yeah. all the difference over time, right? So when we look at a plan, I like to keep things simple. Okay. Pulling out a, you know, paying somebody thousands of dollars to do a, you know, 20 page marketing plan for the next year that ends up just going into your desk drawer, just like a, you know, a business plan. (laughs) It's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. I like to look at marketing plans as a 90 day sprint. Okay. Okay. Because the market's evolving, especially right now, it is changing so fast with this pandemic it's a waste to do anything more than 90 days. I keep it simple. You have six steps. One, you got to know who your target market is. Again, even if you just have summaries, hey, these are the one, two, or three types of people we're trying to attract. Boom, you got your target market. Then you've got, what's my goal? Okay. I think it's important to have a specific measurable goal. It's a 90 day plan. So it's going to be time bound, right? So it could be, I want to bring in, eight new fitness clients in the next 90 days. Okay. okay. Now thing that's important to remember about a goal like that, it's outcome-based mm-hmm. An outcome-based goal. There are only so many things you can do within your control to reach that goal, right? Yeah. You may have had that goal of getting eight new clients on in January and COVID hit in March and the, you know, everything went out the window, right? Yep. So, It's important to have a time-bound specific goal like that, but I don't recommend people get too caught up in it because Mm. I think it's much easier to focus on the actions you can take to reach that outcome-based goal. But I think you have to have an idea of where you want to go, right? I agree. agree. Then you've got to know your budget and your resources. So how much money do I have to invest in my marketing and what resources do I have? How much time do I have or how much you know staff time do i have to allocate to this mm-hmm. because that's going to depend on what you can focus on in your plan right right if it's just you and you got 5 hours a week you can do x but okay. if it's you and two other people and you got $3000 a month well you can do a whole lot more
0: right yeah absolutely right?
1: and and it's okay either way it doesn't yeah. matter you just have to know what you have to work with right so the next step the fourth step is you have to know what you're currently doing what's your current plan? You may not have a plan, right? But I like to look at a few different channels. One, your strategy, which your strategy is who's your target market. Do you have good messaging, Mm -hmm. right? Then you've got your website content that you're creating search engine optimization, social media, email marketing, paid advertising like online Google ads, Facebook ads, and then offline marketing offline could be networking, networking, speaking you know i'm in a bni group yep. i'm doing direct mail all you we want to do in this phase is just write down what we've done in each of those channels or what we're currently doing in each of those channels okay. doesn't have to be detailed but in order to figure out where we want to how what we need to do to get to where we want to be we need to figure out where we're starting from right Got it. your gps can't tell you how to get to the airport if it doesn't know where you are right now <laughs> right yeah right so then you're outlining what you're going to do for the next 90 days in those channels. Okay. Now you may only focus on one or two things in those channels. Okay. Right. You're not going to focus on, nobody's going to focus on every single one of those, right? right. Unless they have an unlimited budget.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're just going to look at it and go, okay, great. I've, I know who my target market is. I, i I feel like I've got good messaging but I need to update my website. My website is missing key elements. Mm -hmm. I don't have clear calls to action. For the next 90 days, I'm gonna work on updating my website and transitioning some of that branding to my social channels so that when somebody goes from my website to my social media, it's seamless, they know that they're in the same place, the messaging is consistent, all of that. That's what I'm gonna do for the next 90 days. Boom, right? If that's all you can do, that's all you can do, great but next week when somebody says you know hey you need to, you absolutely have to be doing this you can go nope it's not in my marketing plan for the next 90 days got it now the last step in this the sixth step is you got to have metrics that you're going to track you don't have to get into the weeds we can really get into the weeds on metrics mm-hmm. i just like to have a gen- one or two metrics in the channels i'm focusing on to help okay. me determine hey is what i'm doing Working? Is it, am I making progress? So that at the end of the 90 days, you look at your metrics. Did you reach your goal? How close did you get your goal? Why did you, if you didn't hit it, what happened? Mm-hmm. And then all you're doing is creating another 90 day marketing plan with course corrections. Sometimes you might be just focusing on the same things because that's all you can do. Right. But you've got a sheet of paper where this is documented, that is keeping you focused on what you need to do.
0: Right. Yeah. You're, you're actually seeing if it's working or not working versus just like you said, when you first started, this section is just throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. (coughs) So it's, so that's,
1: that's our approach is just keep it simple. You know, it's so, you mentioned it in the intro, it's so easy to overcomplicate not only marketing, but just I mean, everything in our lives. I mean, there's so many things we can overcomplicate. It's a lot more challenging to boil things down to their simplest form. Mm -hmm. But when we can do that, it's so much easier and it's so much more effective.
0: Right. So overall, just so that I'm fully understanding you and so that those listening are fully understanding the three fundamentals that we're talking about today for um, basically to stop wasting money in your marketing is number one, you got to know your target. Right. Yep. Uh, Number two, you've got to have, um, clear messaging, uh, storytelling basically. And then number three is create a detailed plan with trackable metrics. Um, Awesome. No, I love that. That's great. So kind of before we wrap today up, I'm just curious because I always like to know when I'm talking to other entrepreneurs and, and people in other spaces, like, what do you feel like has been the hardest thing for you personally? Um, when, when you were going through a lot of these things, right? Yeah. So as an entrepreneur, what's one of the hardest things that you faced going through these things that um, you were able to overcome and, and how did you overcome that? Yeah, I, I
1: struggle with focus, right? Okay. I'm a very disciplined person. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I, you know, when I know what I need to do, I get it done. But being a business owner, there are so many distractions. There's so much noise. And, and I'm one of those people, my mind is always racing. It is always going. When I hit one goal, I'm moving on to the next. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's one of my downsides. I don't take enough time to celebrate the accomplishment or frankly, sometimes you're like, you feel like you're spinning in your wheels. You're like, Oh my God, I'm doing all these things. Nothing is happening. And it's really easy to, to get discouraged. Oh yeah. And you gotta, I think you gotta celebrate the small wins. Okay. Because a small win is a win right. and it's one step closer to getting you where you, where you need to go. And so, you know, for me, the biggest challenge is celebrating those small wins and staying focused on what I need to do. To get to where I want to be and, awesome. and just eliminate all the other distractions right, right. Um, because there's so many other distractions. But um, I read a book um, and I'm trying to remember, I, I can't remember the name of it. It's on essentialism, okay. which is really focusing on you. You've got to focus on the most essential things right. in your business, in your life and cut everything else. Yeah. I mean, it's Hard almost ruthless cutting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But are. when you do that things become so much so much easier, right? And so when I first got involved in marketing, I mean all these things from a fundamental standpoint, I was struggling with some of those things, mm-hmm. right? And it just trial and error, you know, continuing to consume more information. I mean, what we're talking about here, it's nothing new. Right, right. Right? I'm not presenting anything new. I'm just talking about it slightly differently. Right. But it's so hard mean? to have success long term with marketing if you skip the
0: fundamentals. Yeah, absolutely. So. Because people don't, people can never really like resonate with the message. I mean, like you, need, like you said, the messaging has to be in line. No. So, so, so you said that you. You need to take more time, or you've learned to take more time to celebrate the small victories, right? Celebrate so, the small victories, yeah. So, as you are working with other business owners, entrepreneurs, what's a common issue that you are seeing among them um, that you are always encouraging them to to improve or better or fix, so that they can actually move toward their goal um, at a maybe not a quicker rate, but at a more consistent rate?
1: Yeah. I I think that it is just knowing that that they're good enough and they have the capability to accomplish what they want to accomplish. Right. You know, um because I think as business owners it can be it can be very isolating, you know, because sometimes you just feel like, man, I am working so hard, I'm not getting as as I'm not getting to where I want to be as quickly as I want. Right, right. Um you know, you feel sometimes you feel like nobody else has the same problems. And <laughs> that's just not, the, not the case. Nah, right. I mean, the case at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so it's when we can come together as business people, you know, if you get involved. If you're feeling that way, get involved in a, in a peer to peer business group where you're just in there with other business owners talking about, Hey, I'm having this problem right now. Most of the time, somebody else in that group has been there and they already solved it. You know, it's when I was in the distribution business, when we partnered with those other distributors in other markets of the country, Mm -hmm. it was so empowering for all of us because guess what? We all had the same dang problems. And some of us were further ahead than others, but it's getting outside eyes on your business Mm -hmm. from other business owners. That is invaluable because sometimes you're just sitting there and you go, man, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Right. And you present the problem to another business owner and they go, Oh, you need to do this. And you (laughs) go, Oh my God, why didn't I think of that? And and it's because you are in your business. You can't see the forest through the trees sometimes and just getting those outside eyes is so helpful. So know that you're good enough, know that you have the capability to do it, but don't be afraid to ask for help. It's a real, I struggle with asking for help sometimes, you know, but the help is out there. Other people want to help you. Right. You just yeah. need to be strong enough to ask for the help and know you'll get it.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. Awesome. Well, Tim Fitzpatrick, Realto Marketing. Where can where can people connect with you, find you uh, if they want to know more about, um, you know, your specific services and, and how they can connect with you or work with you? Where where should we send them?
1: Yeah, they can just go to our website, uh, rialtomarketing.com. It's R-I-A-L-T-O marketing.com. I also put together a page specifically for your listeners at slash ball-business. Okay, awesome. There's some free resources there with some of the marketing fundamentals that we talked about. Awesome. There is an opt-in there for how to, you know, avoid the two most common website mistakes just okay. some good resources there that i think your audience will find valuable Great. and from there you know we're on all the different social channels we're putting out a lot of content uh every week to just help business owners you know clear up the confusion of marketing so love it well, go to our website it's best place
0: thanks for joining me today appreciate it yes so much. thanks three for having me michael take care the three fundamentals of marketing secrets to stop wasting money